Wow, I just hit record on our very first ever podcast. Welcome to What's the Point? I'm Emily. And I'm Rufy. And we're here to talk about our rants and our raves and all our awesome ideas. <laughs> so let's roll. Welcome, and thanks for listening to What's the Point? Where we discuss and you decide. Stay tuned for a new episode dropped every Wednesday. I love that I'm like technically a guest on this podcast because that means I get to talk about Emily and how amazing she is. Emily is 24 and (laughs) she lives in Wyoming, but she's originally from Redmond, Oregon. Um, And this is what Emily likes. Emily likes hiking. She likes hanging out with people. She likes having deep conversations. She's incredibly musical. I could go off on that for a long time, but I won't because, you know, humility is key here. (laughs) Um, Thank you. Yes. Yeah. That's kind of who Emily is. Little glimpse yeah you know what you're a little you're sounding a little stiff there you sound a little nervous so I'm I'm hoping that wears off because uh it's not really you um you know there's there's many different sides to me Emily uh yeah I know you just sound like you're you're maybe a little too professional you got to step out of your office mindset there for a second step out of the salesman mind (laughs) But I appreciate your your um, introduction. So we decided to introduce ourselves, or not ourselves, we decided to introduce each other instead of introducing ourselves because <laughs> it just kind of throws a little bit of a uh, twist into the mix. But Ruthie is one of my favorite people. Um, I don't really call her Ruthie. I usually call her Ruth Ann. No, you're calling Ruth. me Ruthie on this. <laughs> I'll call you Ruthie on this. Okay, you're Ruthie here. Um, you are 19. And Ruthie lives in Sacramento and works at a pretty cool, um, like, construction company. She's a salesperson for them. Um, drives a VW that's um, only been in one bad accident. <laughs> hey, you never I said mean, I couldn't tell, you know, some some juicy details about you. There's been a few car incidents, but they're not that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah, just the one has, like, the bad dent, you know. The, You're the just making us all have a terrible driver. <laughs> no I'm not I'm not anyways I I think what I love the most about Ruthie is her heart for um caring about people and reaching them where they're at and seeing them find a deeper level of Jesus in their lives and uh such a gift um she has such a gift with words um shoot am I seriously glitching yeah we might have to redo this introduction no, I don't think we're going to redo it because I like it. It's pretty good. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> is that better? Can you hear me now? Yeah. yeah, I can hear you. Okay, so I'm glitching out, but I'm back now. And what I was saying is that Ruth has a gift with words, and written, spoken, um, sung, and she loves well. Her love language, y'all. Y'all no, need to hear Emily, this. Y'all need to hear it? this because <laughs> – I want you to like, comment, and subscribe because her words are uh, her love language is words of affirmation. So, you know, if you want to, if you want to give Ruth some love, and me too, you know, know like, comment, subscribe, repost, and I am going to edit you out so bad right here. No, you won't. You will not do that. <laughs> Anyways, so let's enough about that. You're amazing, and I'm stoked to do this podcast with you. So it's going to be awesome. Same. I think that one of the main reasons why this podcast is so exciting for me specifically 
um, is just the fact that it's kind of like an outlet. Like it's a place mm-hmm. where we can share, share ideas, thoughts, answer questions that just generic people have, especially girls, because I feel like yeah. there's so many people within like this age range, especially single people. I love all of my married siblings that are going to listen to this, but especially single people, there's just like a lot of different mindsets and ideas that we would love to figure out what's the point of them. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that I did that. <laughs> yeah, way to go. Way to be cliche. Um, yeah. I listen to podcasts like every day, um, almost all day, some days. And there's never been a podcast that's like for me. There's a lot of podcasts on marriage. Mm. There's a lot of sermons. There's a lot of. That's actually a valid point. A lot of podcasts on like parenting. I and don't all listen these to different things. I don't listen to very many podcasts. I'll be honest. It has to be a really good podcast when you listen to it. Um, you know, just most people are pretty boring. Yeah, but you also <laughs> don't drive most of your day. So, I mean, you get a little desperate when you're driving all day. You don't just want to listen to music all day. You have to listen to something, you know, it's a little bit more body to it. Well, on that note, what are some of your favorite podcasts? Um, I listen to a lot of Ellerslie stuff. So I listen to Bravehearted Voices. That's like old sermons. I listen to their um, their sermons, and then I listen to their Daily Thunder. I also listen to Katie and Elisha, my cousin's podcast, Now That We're a Family. And um, I have another one that I just found. I can't remember what it is. But yeah, but I listen to a lot of podcasts. See, I guess what you could call podcasts, I would call sermons, because I listen to lots of stuff on Sermon Index. Jackie Pollinger, my favorite currently. Yeah. Because I yeah. cry over her sleep because it's really anointed. But for the vast majority, oh, and I listen to like if my friends make a podcast, of course I'll listen to that. But like podcasts in general, a lot of them aren't like, I don't know, maybe they just don't have like, maybe it's just the wrong platform for me. I don't know. I, I just know that we both have a lot to say. And so this is a good place to say it. So. And we also have a lot of um, differing views on things. So I think this is going to be a little bit spicy and you're going to have to figure out, um, you know, we're going to discuss stuff and you're going to decide what is the point. And that's why we're here. So, yeah, it's not like I, I at least for me, I'm not coming to this podcast with this idea. I'm going to tell someone how to do something or how to feel about something or who to be. It's more, this is what I've felt or I've experienced or I see in the scripture and this is my take on it. And I want to know what yours is and why yours is or, or what it is, or if you have a, have, you know, a place you're coming from, because a lot of the times it's if, because like I've talked to so many different people from different backgrounds. And a lot of the times you ask them a question about something and there isn't an answer. You know what I mean? That's like, what do you think about, you know, this scripture or what do you think about this topic or, you know, all kinds of things. And there's not really answers. Um, and I feel like some of that comes down to the fact that a lot of youth, especially teenagers, once they get to, you know, up Emily's age, kind of get old, you kind of have to have <laughs> um, more ideas set in stone. But a lot of yeah. like younger adults, I feel like they, they don't understand that they need to, they need to dig into the scripture and they need to talk to Jesus and have, you know, answers for some of these things. Cause it's like, you can't go your whole life just being like, I do it and I don't know why. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's so true. And this this 
uh, I find myself doing this, and I think it's true of every age, especially our age range, though, is that we often will shove things to the back burner and not think about them and just be like, oh, that's uncomfortable for me to think about. I don't want to think about that. And that's something that uh, I really don't encourage when I'm talking to people and they're like, I just don't want to think about it. You know, sometimes, yeah, it's like, okay, we don't have to talk about that right now. That's okay. But really, if there's something in your life that you're touching or that a conversation is touching that's making you need to think, then that's what we're here for. We want to encourage um, healthy thought processes and just thinking through things um, from a biblical perspective, from a Jesus perspective, and from a logical perspective, just taking a step into the uncomfortable zones, perhaps, of life and thinking through them. It's really important. Yeah, I think there's something like obviously super valuable about being able to give someone space, but then there's a point where it's like the willingly ignorant thing. Because like I run across that when you're like, you bring up a tough subject and someone's like, well, I don't want to know because I don't want to be responsible. And it's like, that's not what that scripture is talking to him who doesn't know, you know, it's whatever, but it's like, that's not what that's, that's not what's being said there is to keep yourself from understanding something in scripture. If you have the resources to know what to do or what it means. Um, it's like, can't just, th- that bothers me more than almost anything, like the willingly ignorant thing and thinking that because of that, you're going to be okay. It's no, not going to work. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. It's being willfully ignorant is being stupid and that's just <laughs> not okay. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> so I guess we're both, we're both just clearly not okay with like the ignorance and like, I'm going to be dumb and that's okay thing. Yeah. Like I'm not one of the smartest fish in the sea, but I'm not willingly stupid. Well, you're not efficiency, so we know that for sure. <laughs> but you you are definitely your your allegory is good. Is that what that is? An allegory? No, that's not a good yes, word. Yes, it is. I think mm-hmm. so. Allegory. It's like a story. Allegory is a story. Anyways, we both love words and so you will hear a lot of words on this podcast if you listen to us. Um we both love to talk and we both have opinions about literally everything. <laughs> which is going to make life so very interesting for you. Just saying. But this is this is the interesting thing about both of us I think Emily is we do have strong opinions, but we're not we're not we don't have such strong opinions that if someone wants to to um explain something to us that's true. And cuz you have Emily has a huge love for truth. So if I come from a different viewpoint, which I often do, and I explain something, it's not like, okay, I have a strong opinion on this, so I'm shut down and I'm not going to hear your side. It's like, no, I want to hear why you're having the thought process you have because maybe there's something I can learn. Because I know that's how I feel a lot of times is just fascination with the opposite viewpoint just because oftentimes it brings balance because maybe I have an extreme viewpoint in an area, even though it's not a bad viewpoint, it's just extreme. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. No, that totally makes sense. Yeah, both of us are willing to um, bend and morph according to what is true. And obviously the word of God is the the dividing line on that, the, um, the basis of that. And so we both love taking stuff deeper into the word and being like, if this is true for you, then how is it true? Like, is it actually true? Because the measure of truth is here. It's found in God's word. Um, and it's so, crazy yeah. when you when – you- it's, it's kind of crazy to me that when you take like the scripture and you, you like, you base your truth off of that. Cause it is, it is where truth starts, starts and ends. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, so why is this true? And then you go back to that. But the interesting part about that is oftentimes 
when you talk to people, because I've done like some different street ministry and stuff in the past, and I still love to, but it's like, everyone's like, I feel this way. This is my truth because I feel this. And I'm a feeling person. I love feelings. I think they can be amazing. But I also Mm -hmm. know that truth and your feelings are often the opposite. Now, yeah, they can, they can align and it's amazing when they do, but like, just because someone feels something so strongly doesn't make it the truth. And it's like, cause you see that all over mm-hmm. today. People are doing all kinds right. of crazy things because they feel like it's right, but it doesn't make it right. Oh, yeah. Living so- your own truth is not something that, um, either of us are into. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, I do live. I do live my own truth because I am. I'm now like indwelled by the Holy Spirit of God, and so that means that I do live the truth of God's word. That's what I get to live now. But it's not my truth; it's His truth. <laughs> yeah, so. because well, even your feelings. Like this is the interesting thing about like being infilled with the Holy Spirit is because God's spirit has like taken over and it's what resides there. So even your feelings, like I've noticed over time that even my feelings have started to like change to actually like be God's feelings. Like I feel something and it's correct. It's a good feeling. If I can, that trust your gut thing becomes much more of a literal thing. Like this feels really wrong. And so I will seriously pause now because I'm like, the spirit of God is in me. And if my feelings are really bad about something, 90% of the time or more, it's right. Uh, but it used right. to not be that case at all. You know, it used to be they were usually wrong. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, you you start to train your feelings and who you are according to your new life. And you just get better and better at, at it. It's cool. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we're here to just discuss some stuff. And if you have any, like, particular things you want to hear us discuss, I do not have social media. Um <clears throat> I kind of have a stalker account. I'm not going to lie, but I don't have officially social media, but Ruthann does. And so you DM I have her, many hit her up. <laughs> yeah. And send us some like ideas and we want to hear also just thoughts or whatever. Um, I don't know. Yeah. We like we both want to be here for people. Yeah. Really anything. I mean, you could, you can message me and I'm more than happy to give out all of Emily's personal information. Oh my gosh. No. <laughs> I was going to put a little like note in there. I'm scared <laughs> to cut it out, but like, let me know if you're interested in Emily. Cause she is 24 oh, and um, she is open and to all godly. <laughs> and you are absolutely talking. It is true that like I am single and I would love to be married someday, but I love being single with my whole heart. So, um, and so does Ruthie. So we just are crushing the single life and it's been great. I feel like we're having too much fun being single. You know, like this is actually funny because I have a couple things to say. It's like some people, their single life is so bad. (laughs) It's like you see them get married and you have like this huge breath of relief. Like, oh, finally their life's going to be okay. Exactly. (laughs) Got them married off. Yeah, like, I just don't really connect with that. Like, I'm like, I want to be single and love every minute of being single and exhaust singleness. Like, not in a bad way, but in a good way. I want to be so, like, I don't want to say I want to be sick and tired of being single when I get married because that sounds bad too, but I do. Like, I want to be like, I don't know. I I don't want to look back and be like, man, I wish I had done this and this and this because marriage is trapping because it's not supposed to. I don't think you're going to ever, like, be sick and tired of being single if you're walking with Jesus and you're just soaking that True. up. Because once you get married, I think you're going to mourn your singleness to an extent but where you're just going to be so sad, sad that you're like, like 
when people like mourn their singleness and they're like, oh, I wish I would have done this and this, it always makes me feel like. No, not in that way. Just it's just the way that you no. like. No, not in that way. I don't think I don't. I don't think you're gonna mourn it in the way of like I wish I had done so much stuff. It's more just like there's a loss that comes with it. You just like wake up one morning and your husband's laying there and you're like, man, I'm mourning my singleness today. Oh wow, no, dude. Okay, maybe I shouldn't. Have said I mean, like, that. what if you like? You know, I have like a lot of older married siblings. First of all, I have right. seven older siblings and they're all married. I only have one little sister. That's crazy. And and so I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like all the stories about he stole the blankets and he has cold feet or she has cold feet. He's putting them on me and I can't stand it. And I'm just like, okay, so that's what you're mourning about being single is the fact that you there was more space no, in the bed. Not just, that you know, either. The thought process. <laughs> yeah, well, you're definitely going down a totally different track than I was, but that's okay. That's just who we are. So here we go. What we're trying so, to thought like where were you headed with that? No, I'm just thinking like and there's an element of singleness that there's a lot of freedom. Like you can travel, you can um you're not sh- you can, like you aren't doing children and like all the other things that children. laundry and like all those things. You are, but you can do it on such a smaller level that you can experience See, so much as a single See, person. I mean, like crazy. I feel like there's a lot of benefits of being a single person, like in the practical on certain levels. But then at the same time, my mom, like I was raised and I think you were raised also by moms that like children were never an obstacle. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, like I'm one of the youngest and I never felt like growing up, like my mom was held back living the best life. That no, she, that children aren't an obstacle, but they are expensive <laughs> and you literally just face it. You cannot do as much as you can when you're single. When For you're some married. reason, I hate thinking that. Like that's such a no. like. It's just a new life when you're married. You have a totally different life and it's cool. It's awesome. And you're going to be ready for it when it happens. Most likely. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, but (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't know. I think anytime that I hear a thought process, that's like, if you do this, you can't do this. And I I get that. It's like, it's reality. You know, it's like the non-logical part of me. That's like, I never want to feel like I can't do all of it. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Wow, my dog is panting so loud right here. I hope you can't hear her. I actually she, heard her. That's like not okay. So, well, we should wrap this Bye. podcast up and uh, we're going to be dropping a podcast every Wednesday. So stay tuned. Yes. Um, hopefully we will. We're, we're going to like try for that. <laughs> we'll do it, but, Emily. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we appreciated it. I did. A lot. Yeah. And Same. already, definitely one of my favorite people if you've made it to the end. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're definitely up there. Up there with all those people we don't have any clue who just listened to this. So if you did listen to this, um, leave Tell us a us. rating or a review. Yeah. Or just DM us or whatever. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. So, all right. Bye. Bye.